Emmett Cahill is an award-winning Irish tenor and he's the principal singer with the renowned Irish music show Celtic Thunder. And uh, he's embarking on a solo tour across Canada and that's starting up uh, the 2nd of October and he's going to play in seven cities and that's nearly coast to coast, not quite, going from Victoria out as far as Halifax and including Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, uh, Broderick in Saskatchewan and... uh, also Oakville in Ontario and uh, Emmett I know was here at the National Arts Centre in Ottawa some years back where he had aspirations to become an escort for the Rose Tralee but his musical career was interfering with that. Emmett welcome to At Home and Abroad in Irish Radio Canada. Thanks for having me Austin. Uh, since the last time I saw you it was down at the uh, back door of um, the National Arts Centre and I know you were heartbroken that you couldn't participate in the Rose Tralee. <laughs> Oh, it's shocking, really. But I, I, I had to get over it, Austin. No, I've, um, I've kind of been connected with the Rose of Tralee, uh, you know, a good bit. I know uh, a good pal of mine would, would actually run, you know, a lot of the escort side of things. And then I've sang at a few of the events here in Ireland. And indeed, um, I actually had the current, well, last year's Rose, Rose of Tralee, Maggie McEldowney, she came to my show in Chicago. And, um, you know, I've, I visited a few of the Rose centres around the States and Canada. So, um, you know, it's a great organisation and, um, you know, does great work promoting Ireland abroad, as we all know. And uh, so it's nice to keep connected with it. And sure, maybe one of these years when uh, things calm down a little bit, they might even let me in and be an escort. You never know. And and you've got a rose this year just down the road from you. Yes, indeed. The Offaly Rose um, ended up winning this year. Fabulous girl. And, um, you know, as they, as they all are, when they get to that stage, you know, they all have 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 many many strings to their bow and and no doubt she'll represent Offaly and and the Merry Well so we're delighted. So Emmett, a little about your musical career, your um, Celtic Thunder. When did you get involved with Celtic Thunder? It was the first time I really heard about the show and and, and kind of started to, to to be circled into it. it was late in 2010. I was actually in college at the time. I was studying um, opera actually at the Royal Irish Academy of Music and very much on that trajectory and. Um, I auditioned for Celtic Thunder kind of on a whim. I heard about auditions at, at a concert I was at. And, um, you know, it was kind of a, like all these things, they all happen, like all good things that happen when you don't expect them to happen. And I ended up joining the show in 2011. And I t- did my first tour of the States with the lads in September t- 2011. And, uh, yeah, that's, God, that's six years ago now. And um, it's passed by in a flash, I can tell you. And, uh it's been a it's been a great experience and it was my first time touring extensively throughout Canada and the States and got to see many places I wouldn't have got would probably wouldn't have seen, you know, for any other reason. So it's it's been a great opportunity to travel and, 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 and importantly to, to to meet the Irish communities abroad. And of course one of the things that Celtic Thunder gives you a flexibility to do while you tour with there's five of you, you have that ability to do it your do your own thing when you're not off with the, the uh, Thunder tour exactly yeah i mean celtic thunder you know with the presence of it on on television in the states and canada and and you know we tour quite extensively and it's a big show it's a big operation and in many ways you know it's 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 given me a kind of a couple of steps up the ladder in terms of developing my own career i started doing that over two years ago now and this year was a big year i released my first album and it was signed with Sony Music in America and Canada. And we did a big release in, in February and, and leading up to Paddy's Day. And I got to open the, the New York um, St. Patrick's Day Parade and 
did a few big gigs. And so, you know, Celtic Thunder has set a great platform for me to, to go out and do my solo career. And, and you know, it, it, it's been a couple of years down the line, and this is going to be my first time touring Canada as a solo act. So I'm very excited about that. I know the Canadian fans have been been asking me for the last couple of years to come round to doing it, and, and I'm excited that it's finally happening. So, Emmett, would you say that going out on the solo tour gives you the, let's say, freedom, flexibility, maybe to include some of the songs that you really like that may not be included in a Celtic Thunder repertoire? Yeah, I suppose singing with Celtic Thunder, you have to be conscious. You're very much part of a show and the producers of the show have their view on on, on, on how it should be done and, and you, you have to fit into that and, and more often than not, you know, you fit in very well because they look at us as, as singers, as individuals and also as a group sound. But, you know, I'm kind of known as the Irish tenor in Celtic Thunder, but when I do my own thing, it's it's it, it's Emma Cahill, the Irish tenor, and, and I would probably, my preferred choice of music would be back to the more traditional Irish songs, you know, for example, you know, I'll Take You Home Again, Kathleen, and Irish Eyes Are Smiling, um, The Parting Glass, um, an Irish lullaby, of course, Tour Allura, everyone knows the chorus of that song, and I, I kind of wanted to reconnect with those older Irish songs that that really have been uh, you know, an integral part of, of the Irish communities abroad. And, you know, I play in a lot of Irish centres and places like that. And, and these songs are have been so important um, to people over the years and they've been passed on through generations of, of families, as I'm sure you know, Austin. And so I, I'm sort of in the business of keeping those songs alive and making them relevant to today's audience. When you talk in terms of <clears throat> some of those older songs, um, I've noticed that Eleanor um, McAvoy has just done a, a compilation or a piece of work relative to Thomas Moore. So yes. there seems to be a great interest in what would have been older Irish music. Well, there is. I mean, you mentioned Eleanor, Mac- Eleanor McAvoy. I mean, on my album, I have Thomas Moore's song, Often the Stilly Night, which is a beautiful old song. And, <clears throat> um, you know, a lot of these songs, they're as relevant today as, as they ever were when they were written because... They're human stories, you know, and, and of course the Irish travelled all over the world, brought their songs and stories with them, and there's been many great songs written about emigration and, and, and all that sort of thing. And, you know, these are reminders of home for a lot of people. And as I mentioned, you know, when I sing these old Irish songs in particular, people come up to me after concerts and they say, you know, you sang an Irish lullaby tonight, and I remember my grandmother singing that to me as a child, and, and I pass it on to my children, and, and they pass it on to their children. And, you know, so it's more than just music and words. You know, there's a connection to family. There's a connection to to the homeland, um, a pride of place. There's all these other things that, that you know, there, there are other strains to, to, to these Irish songs um, that, that really connect with people, and that's what I've experienced. So that's why... I find that these these older Irish songs, you know, are very are, are very effective and they're they're poignant for people. So, Emma, given that Celtic Thunder have had such huge exposure in North America and it has been a fantastic launch platform for yourself and for Neil Byrne and Ryan Kelly. Yes. The type of repertoire that you're doing, how is how do you fare in Ireland when it comes to reaction of an Irish audience? In many ways it's very different and it might sound like a strange thing to say but I always joke you know when when I'm asked people ask me at home here well why don't you gig more in Ireland and sometimes I joke and I say well I'm nearly too Irish for Ireland in that you know in Ireland at the moment the big thing is is actually country music and it's with an American influence on it and 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 that it's it's great music and it and it gets people out and 
dancing and the dance halls are, are, are full again in Ireland. I, I, I bet you I never thought you'd be saying that, but you know, it's 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 gone back to tradition. It's gone back to unity, and and when when I go on tour the states, that's what maybe I bring to the states is a novelty factor of bringing something across the Atlantic to them, and and uh, you know, in, in in Ireland, I mean, I'm doing a show here in Mullingar now on Friday night. And um, we're doing a concert for the Westmead Hospice here, and we're doing it in the cathedral. And and church music has been a big part of my life. And it's funny, my first Canadian tour now coming up, where all the all the concerts are in churches, because we find that going into churches, combining Irish music and liturgical music, that you really do get a real sense of community. And of course, the Irish community were always so connected to religion and to the church, particularly abroad. It was a great way of, I suppose, staying in touch with with Irish people in the locality and it was people came together on a Sunday or a Saturday evening. So, um, you know, there's a, there's a, there's definitely a crossover there. And, and, um, you know, I, I, I certainly feel, feel very lucky to be able to, to carry the torch in many ways for, for a lot of these older Irish songs and, and continue bringing them to the audiences all over Canada and the States. And when you mentioned the, the dance halls being full, uh, we had Nathan Carter on the show here a few weeks back because he did a few gigs here in Canada. Yes. And I actually did the interview with Nathan at the Rosa Tralee. Oh, so, right. Um, but, you know, the demographic that are coming out to the dance halls are, would be the younger demographic. Would you say that your appeal would be to an older age group? Mine probably would be, but sometimes, you know, on the surface you might think that, but it surprise you, you know, I I go to gig, I play concerts sometimes, and there's there's kids there at the age of five, and they're there with their grandparents, and their grandparents could be 85, and I find that with with certainly with the Celtic Thunder fan base that then sort of feeds into my own fan base, it's about family and people, and 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 the family are there, and they're all enjoying it for for different reasons, and as because the songs that I sing. They've been passed on through families. The grandparents have maybe teach it to the grandkids. You know, they're all there, as I said, for a different reason, but they're all connected to the same type of music. And, and it's brilliant to see that, that people from the whole family can come and enjoy the concert. And, and, it, and it's not often that you, you think of a musical actor or a band or whatever that you'd, you'd bring your, your parents and your grandparents too with you, you know. So um, no more than Nathan doing his thing you know, with, with, with country music and the Irish influence on it, you know, you see that as well. You know, music, live music has really become popular again for younger people. Nightclubs and, and all that sort of stuff. I mean, that was maybe, you know that was kind of more prevalent maybe 10, 15 years ago. But I think people want the real thing now. They want the real musical experience. And um, that's, you know, that can only be good for people like myself trying to carry on a tradition of, of, of Irish music and, and live performance. You know? Indeed. Well, let's remind everyone of the dates again, because you arrive on October 2nd and you're out in Victoria, B.C., and I'm looking at it, and you hardly touch down because on, well, it's not too bad on the 3rd, you're into Vancouver, it's not that far. Then over to Calgary on the 4th, Edmonton on the 5th, uh, Broderick, Saskatchewan on the 6th, Thanks. Oakville on the 7th, Halifax on the 8th. <clears throat> You'll be ready for a rest. Well, I'll tell you, and I'll tell you where I am on the 9th. I'm in Dublin rehearsing with Celtic Thunder. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're getting ready to shoot a new show at the end of October, so... Uh, there's, there isn't much hanging around Austin, but sure, it's the way I like it. And you know, as I said to you, it's it's a busy year um, with with recording and all that sort of stuff going on. And I really wanted to to get out to Canada this year and 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 make the tour um, a good one. So 
you know, people have been asking me, as I said, for the last few years to, 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 to make it happen. So I'm thrilled. I really am. And it look, it'll be a busy week. But I tell you, when we arrive at the venues and there's there's people, there's smiling faces and there's audiences singing along with you and clapping along, that's, you know, that's that's better than any energy I could look for. So uh, I'm really excited about it. Um, you know, the Canadian audiences have been so good to us with Celtic Thunder the last few years. And look, I know they love their Irish music and I'll be bringing you know, my songs and my stories with me and, and, you know, performing them in churches as well. There'll be lots of liturgical music there as well. Some of the um, beautiful old hymns and songs that I grew up singing. And um, it's it's kind of a night to get to know me a little bit better. People who've seen me with Celtic Thunder get to know me a little bit. But this is a lot more personal and it's it, there's a chat and there'll be a few jokes as well. And hopefully the comedy will go down all right. The website is Emmett Cahill. Dot com. I'm sure you're on Facebook. Oh, I am, like the rest of the world. <laughs> and uh, do you tweet? Oh, I tweet and, and Instagram and, and all this sort of stuff. So people just search for my name, they'll, they'll inevitably find me. I'm not too hard to track down these days, Austin. Well, Emmett, I want to thank you for taking a bit of time sharing with us, and I know you'll enjoy the tour. But, uh, if uh, you're listening out there, do get on to Emmett's site, uh, emmettcahill.com, and you'll get links to the various box offices for the dates across. That's October 2 to October 8, with Victoria, Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, Broderick, Saskatchewan, Oakville, Ontario, and then Halifax, each after each other. Emma, thanks a million. Thanks a million, Austin. Great to speak with you.